Hi, and welcome to the G&J Show. I'm Gerhard. And I'm Joss. As married couples, we all want strong marriages and healthy families. But what can we do to be that couple and family we've always dreamed? Our show is dedicated to helping you improve your marriage and strengthen your family and encourage you to live your best life. We discuss practical resources and books and have conversations with other couples to find winning strategies and methods for your marriage and family. Today we're going to be talking about date night and how this is such a necessary thing to be doing in your marriage. Let's dive in. Okay, so today we're going to be talking about date night and the importance of it. And then also we'll try to share with you some uh, little tips and tricks that we've picked up along the way. That we've heard from other people too. You know, we've only been married for four years, but we've been through periods of our life where date night has had to been on zero dollars or pretty close. So we'll share with you some of the little hacks that we've learned to help you keep keep the date night without having to break the bank and or even necessarily if your life is too busy for example like our life is very busy it's still possible to have a date night so we've got some ideas for you yeah for sure so um i guess before we dive really into it just prefacing all of this with why date night is important there's a lot of research that goes out to show date night's important and a lot of it stems from uh, dr gottman of the Goss- gottman institute for marriage and family mm-hmm. i believe it's called yeah i think so he's also the he, he's like the big guy that a lot of marriage counselors, family counselors all point back to is he's done most of the research and he's pointed a couple things with the why date night is a necessity and not a luxury. Like one of the biggest reasons why date night is so important is that it really enhances your friendship. And I think we all know life gets busy, particularly when kids come along, life gets really busy. Mm-hmm. And, and as the number of kids grows, life, just accelerates and gets busier. It's very easy to lose track or lose the friendship in your marriage with your mm-hmm. spouse. Like you're, everyone's just so busy in survival mode, putting out this fire, putting out that fire, going to work, doing this, doing that, doing that collapse, wake, you know, go to sleep, wake up, rinse, repeat. Yeah. To infinity. Um, and that if we don't take time away to connect on a personal level and like reconnect with our interests and, uh, as Patrick Sullivan mentioned, the like the vision that we had when we started uh, our relationship mm-hmm. that is very easy to drift apart. And I think this is also there's a lot of a lot of marriages tend to fall apart once the kids leave the leave the nest. And I think and I think this, it's Matthew Kelly who said it's because like both parents were project oriented, like focused on their kids. So then once their project is gone, yeah, then they uh, sadly a lot of them end up you know, the last one leaves the nest and they're, they end up looking at each other and it's like, who are you? Like, yeah. I know you're married and we've been sharing the same bed for ever, but like, I don't know who you are anymore. So date night really is the most effective tool at preventing that from happening and keeping the friendship alive. Um, the other big point that uh, Dr. Gottman really speaks about that date night really fosters is emotional connectedness. Mm. And what I mean by that is that emotional connectedness is just feeling connected with your partner. And if you're in a point of conflict or of tension and you feel like we're con- like we're emotionally connected, we're on the same page, mm-hmm. it's so much easier to work through the conflict together and to see your spouse or your other half as like we're on the same team. We're just not seeing eye to eye on how to play the game right now. Whereas if the if date nights haven't been a habit or haven't been there, mm-hmm. It doesn't even have to be for that long, but it's very easy to start seeing your spouse as the adversary, the enemy. And then when it comes to conflict, 
this is where conflict can go from healthy to unhealthy really fast and cause a lot of damage. So again, date night is a very much a, um, a necessity. Date night is very much a necessity and and it's very much a requirement for those of us who are trying to have great marriages. And then if your marriage is great, your family is going to be good and your life is going to be that much more enjoyable. Yeah. Date nights are fun. Yeah, they are. <laughs> so I knew uh, before we sat down to record or before we hit record, you were scribbling out some questions. So uh, <laughs> do you have any questions? I do have some questions. So uh, my first question is, uh, we'll, we'll start with some light questions and then we'll, then we'll get into some. The meaty stuff. Yeah, the meaty stuff. I'll try to catch you off guard and get you to say something interesting. <laughs> um, so the first question is, what's the best date night in your opinion that we've had? Some of my most favorite date nights have been times where we just get together and we like, we'll do a quiz together or we'll play like a question game together. And it's just a chance for us to really talk and dream and get to know each other a little bit more. Like for me, those have always been like, let's say our more formal dates that we've gone on. Uh, the other thing, like an informal date, uh, which might not necessarily work for those of you whose kids are older, but um, for us, what's been fantastic is just going for long drives mm, together in that's a car. True. Uh, yeah. Those have always been, usually they're either not really planned in the sense of like, okay, we're going to go for a long drive just to chat. Um, but it's like if we did that actually a yeah, month ago, actually on purpose. Yeah, we did. Um, <laughs> but those have always been, like we're in the we're in the car together for at minimum two hours, depending on where we're traveling to, but usually about about two hours. And it's just a, a chance for us to talk through and wrestle through different like dreams or challenges that we're facing or other things like that. And those have always been super fruitful. And we've always come like the friendship part comes out stronger after those ones and the emotional connectedness usually is like we're we're a lot stronger after is is a lot tighter um, after those. Hmm. Yeah, so those would be for me. How about for you? What would you have certain, like what stands out to you is like, this is an awesome date night. Yeah, I agree with you. I like those days where um, we come in a little bit more prepared and have, I don't know, like a game or a quiz set up, um, something fun that we can kind of look forward to and it allows us to get to know each other better and you just feel the intimacy um, grow stronger. And I agree, like last <laughs> last summer we drove DK Breton with both our boys. Um, and just for those of you who don't know the distance between Ottawa and Cape Breton, it took us what, five days? With uh, some no, stops? It no, was, no, not that it long. It's 17 th- hours, yeah, but we broke, we broke it up. We into three travel days. Yeah, there and back. So we had a lot of time to discuss and we, we really enjoyed that. Um, yeah. And we, we, we listened to some podcasts on the way that were great conversation. Yeah, definitely. Because, I mean, you lose track of what you're going to talk about for that long. But we like we either bring a book, I find, like on a long trip or um, or this time we listen to podcasts, which was really good because I, usually I'm the one, Gare's driving and I'm the one who's reading and I get tired of reading after a while because I want to see the scenery. So I thought the podcast was really good uh, because I could still look out the window. And um, then we had some meat, something to discuss, something to dissect. And uh, yeah, we were... We were discussing Gallup Strengths Finder, which hopefully we'll have a chance to discuss on another podcast episode. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, that's a topic for another longer conversation. But uh, 
Yeah, my favorite date night. I don't know. I just have really good memories. Um, we have this one place we like to go to in Kingston. And we always seem to have good conversations there. And I think beauty has something to do with making a good date night. There's just that setting, you know, like when you think of, I don't know, for example, Little Mermaid and <laughs> and Ariel's in the boat with the, the prince. And then all the animals are like, I don't know, making light shows and dancing in the water around them. And it's like, wow, that's a romantic moment. All of a sudden you, you kind of feel, I don't know, the intimacy. So I, I feel personally that atmosphere does add to the sense of like, this is fun. This is nice. This is romantic. Isn't this special what we're doing now? Mind you, it doesn't have to be expensive. Um, but just to go to a place where you both enjoy being there, mm -hmm. I think that's nice too. And I think it creates a great setting for a date night. Any case, that place for us is the rooftop patio of a Jack Astor's in Kingston. I think it's yeah. the only rooftop patio in Kingston, maybe will be the only one. But anyway, it's it's beautiful and, and we usually go and the sun is setting at that time and we try to get a table at the edge of the terrace so we can look out and yeah, it just, it's it, because it's so beautiful. I don't know, like if you've ever been camping and hiking, you, you climb to the top of a mountain, all of a sudden you have this feeling of like, life is good, you know, and already to start at that, to be at that starting point, surrounded by beauty, it's it's a good setting, it's a good starting point for a conversation about life and hope and dreams and mm -hmm. what's good and beautiful about your life and those are nice date nights <laughs> yeah they are they're very good date nights. <laughs> and like yeah um yeah so I, I would agree with the with the road trip but i i do like a, a romantic setting mm -hmm. yeah and i mean we've we've also done date nights here in our apartment because numerous times yeah lately <laughs> yeah very numerous um <clears throat> And those have been good as well. And I think the the things that have made that one a success as well is just like the date nights is coming in prepared, like with a, a plan or an idea of what we want to do together really makes, really just helps make the night go so much more smoothly rather than, mm -hmm. you know, firing up Netflix and like, all right, maybe we should watch something. And then 20 minutes later, not really coming to an answer because there's so many options we've got. I know, I know. I hate those. I, okay. So here's the next question. What's the worst date night that you can remember? Um, yeah, I guess it kind of speaking to the last point, the worst date nights for me would be the ones where we don't really have a plan and we just try to like either watch Netflix or just figure something out. And then it just kind of default, like particularly the date nights where we have here and even ones where we've gone out, they just kind of, devolves into just like a regular evening like yeah. there's nothing special about it it's just mm. and not necessarily that's a bad thing because the importance of day night is us spending time together just right. the two of us and not worrying about kids or other things but um yeah not having a plan and not coming in at least with some idea of what to do i think there's something about it may, trying to make it special for the other person like i don't know if you you show up with i don't know like a little treat or if I show up with a game, um, I don't know. It's just like that's like a show of that's part of the romance, too, I think. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, just the, the setup. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Taking the time where just yeah, I think that's part of it is like not coming in with a plan. Um, and I think I'm bad for this because I tend to forget these things until like five minutes before. But yeah, not having a plan is yeah, it, it just communicates the message. It's like, I'm not prepared for this. I'm not really too invested in this. Mm. Not that I'm not, but um, 
yeah, it just, I think it goes to show that, you know, it's maybe not as important as it should be. It's hard though, because I mean, like sometimes the week just goes by so quickly and it's hard to start to think, oh, what are we going to do on date night? Like, you know, I feel like the last like few date nights we haven't really like had um, like much of a plan. Like I, I know like earlier in our marriage, when we were really getting to know each other, it was, I don't know, it was, and especially when we were dating and engaged, like we always had like, I don't know, like something really set up. Um, and lately, lately actually... I, we've come up with kind of a new thing like on our on our fridge there's a list and it's like our monthly um checklist of like miscellaneous things we need to do for that month so aside from our regular day-to-day it's like oh um I don't know I need a haircut this month or we need to call the dentist this month or and on that list I include like topics that we can discuss uh for date night so I think that helps me think ahead instead of like every Thursday, which is when we have our date night to think like in the morning, like, oh my gosh, what are we going to talk about? Like I can just take a glance at the fridge and say, oh yeah, we want to discuss discipline or um, strengths finder or listen to Jim Gaffigan, <laughs> which is what we did last time, I think. Yeah, it was funny. <laughs> which is really funny. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, yeah, obviously like it's, it's, it's nice to have kind of like a, like a go-to, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. For those of you that haven't necessarily been in the habit of having a date night regularly, like date night's all about continuing to build the friendship mm-hmm. or rebuild the friendship possibly and to continue to build or rebuild emotional connectedness. And I think one of the things that we've had the most fun doing in that is like taking, like doing the temperaments test together as a date night right. and then discussing it. Right. Uh, like doing the love languages as a date night and then discussing it. And usually... For something like that, those end up having conversations that we keep, like follow-up conversations that we Mm -hmm. keep having like a week later, two Mm -hmm. weeks later, a month later. Um, And then like for those of you who are looking for a place to start or just need some ideas, like those are fantastic. Like two great, the quizzes online are free. Uh, I mean, there are books that we do recommend. And if you're unfamiliar with those, you can go back and listen to the the other podcasts we've done uh, previously just to give you a bit of a taster and you could even listen to the podcast together as a couple uh, if, you know, reading is not your thing. Uh, just listening to an audio. Yeah, maybe we can make up a list of date night ideas uh, that we'll include uh, in the post for this uh, podcast. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, so here's my next question. What do you, so we talked a little bit about like what we like discussing on a date. What do you feel is a taboo topic for a date? For yourself. For myself. Um, I'd say for a date. I mean, by temperament, I'm very relationship-oriented and uh, conflict-avoidant. Um, <laughs> I think most people are conflict-avoidant, but I think the the no-nos for, for me for a date would be coming in with like a contentious topic or decision that needs to be made. Mm. Um like if if it's urgent that it needs to be made right away, yeah, like deal with it. Um, but un- unless it's necessary, I'd say like save that for a separate conversation, and if possible, mm-hmm. and focus on just building that friendship. Like, there's always going to be like there's always something that could be better. There's always something that could be worked on. Um, but 
like saving it to a different time and just focusing on doing something positive together for me that that's the preferred um other than that like i would say like i would add to that like contentious topics like money usually is a contentious topic i would say like finances like let's discuss our budget for date night i don't know for me personally i don't i would say like that's yeah and i know for some i know for uh, one couple like for them their date night is doing their budget together oh really they, they like yeah no they, they okay. like doing the numbers so um, <laughs> okay. yeah like, yeah i think when he was saying like yeah i just you know buy a bottle of wine and we'll sit down we'll just budget for, we'll budget the month out you know for that's that's what they do to get closer together and it's like hey man if that works for you go for it I mean, <laughs> okay <laughs> i drink the bottle of wine and not do the budget or even look at it and do something else <laughs> so yeah i think it's whatever works for the couple but i think that's a yeah, good point like i think save save the contentious topics for i guess like whatever you as a couple think is a contentious topic like put it aside i think there's always going to be like contentious topics that are like it's always going to be a hot button issue and it's nice to like if it's especially like i don't know some sometimes like um like a certain part of our life seems like really stressful and it seems like it's overwhelming and through the whole week you're just like thinking about this thing and we're discussing it and we're you know trying to find a way around it for date night it's nice to just take a break from that um and just focus on what's what's good what's what's um what's great between us and spend some time with each other. I think it's a night, like a, when we talk about leisure, it's not, it's not like, um, how do I say? Lying in bed, staring at the ceiling. No, no. Yeah. It's not lying in bed and staring at the ceiling. It's also not sticking cotton in our ears, like ignoring the problems that are in the relationship, but it's about um, building up. I think one expression that I've heard is um, at a certain point, you've got to get out of the bath and put on some earrings. Like you can't always be cleaning up the relationship. At a certain point, you've got to make it look nice too. Yeah. And I think with kind of one, one, I, one thing that I read, which has actually been very helpful, uh, particularly for those of you who are, you know, so, something external that's a real stressor uh, for you and your spouse you know, again, if it's urgent and you need to talk about it during date night, talk about it. Mm. But try to talk about it in a way that, like, we're proactively working together to come to a solution. Yeah, like as we're getting a team. through it together as a team. Right. Like that part right. is critical. If it's just we're going to talk about it so I can prove you wrong, then you've missed the point of date night. Um, right. But for those of you who have something difficult or challenging that you need to deal with before the date night, just talk about it. Just say, okay, this topic's off bounds. We're going to deal with it. Mm, like at, make a decision, right? We're, we're, we're going to discuss it tomorrow or two days from now or on the weekend mm -hmm. at this time. And that'll at least alleviate the stress and the anxiety mm -hmm. surrounding that topic and allow you to really enter into the date night a little better because you know, okay, we're going to deal with it. Whereas if it's just, <laughs> well, we're not going to talk about it now, but we're not going to, like there's no plan on, okay, when we're going to discuss it the anxiety doesn't disappear. Yeah. So it's one thing that I've found helpful for myself is in stressful situations. Okay. I set a time. Okay. I'll think about this topic in the morning when I'm doing my morning prayer. So then later on the day, if it comes back into my head, it's like, okay, I'll deal with it tomorrow morning. Mm -hmm. And usually just that acknowledgement of like, I'll deal with it later. Yeah. The anxiety and the, the stress typically goes away. Yeah. I think like, for guys, like you can compartmentalize things a little bit. And I think for women, sometimes it's like, I can't put the thought out of the way. If there's like a real issue in the relationship, like I need it resolved. Um, so the only way I can get around, like 
you know, if there's, there's a really strong issue, it's really like emotionally attacking me and we're trying to have a pleasant date night and I can't get out of my head and I can't connect emotionally. I think because at that point. Because Gerhard's wearing mismatched socks. It's terrible. <laughs> no, no. Deep issues. <laughs> um, and I need to be, I think in that moment I need to be validated. Like I need my needs I need my needs to be validated. So I think, um, yeah, it's nice to say, like, I like hearing, okay, this is, this topic is important to me. I want to discuss it. Let's move it to another day. This is not the time to discuss it. Um, but like even more than that, I want to hear words like, I care about you. I care about our relationship. Um, what, what you think matters to me, like have those aspects validated too, not just the time for the discussion, but also just to, um, I think every time there's a bit of a conflict uh, between us or just, you know, generally between people, I think it's also a question of, are we okay? And then once I hear that we're okay, even though the, the problem hasn't been solved, I know that we'll be able to get through it together. So I think just that validation, just those few words are just that kind of confirmation of my fears um, helps me to move on and just kind of put it at the side if we have to for the dating, mm-hmm. but I really hate putting things aside. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that does help. It does. Yeah. So little so, tip we've t- picked up along the way that's helped us and hopefully it helps you. <laughs> so, so we've um, talked about date night in general. We've talked about things to discuss and things not to discuss in date night. Now we've had some situations where date night isn't working for us in other ways. Like we get to the evening and we're way too tired. Yeah. This usually happens shortly after a baby's born. <laughs> yeah. Not happening. <laughs> yeah. Cause like we're just exhausted. We get to the end of the day and it's eight o'clock and we're both like, we're ready to pass out. And it's like, and we need to spend time with each other. And we're just like looking at each other. We're like, uh, and I love you, but I need <laughs> the bed more right now. <laughs> so we've, I. Uh, We've broken out of date night and expanded our horizons and discovered that date time can happen whenever. Um, so we, throughout that time, we had a lot of date breakfasts. And that actually worked really well for us. Yeah, it was it was great. And we had a really excellent breakfast spot that was really nice to go to. Yeah, and particularly for those of you who are on a bit of a budget, or even if you're not on a budget, but you're just trying to find a way to save pennies and you're used to doing date night as like, we're going to go to a restaurant, have a couple of drinks, maybe have a dessert or a meal to go with it. Mm-hmm. Date breakfast, like breakfasts are usually a lot cheaper. And I mean, there's only so many espresso shots you can down before like <laughs> things get a little out of hand. Um, it's, it's also like if you find like you're mentally crashing in the evening and you can't give your best to your partner in the evening, mornings actually for us allowed us to have better conversations because we were more with it. So we were yeah, and actually having a conversation together. Fully agree. And I'm not a morning person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, like it was morning. It wasn't like 7 a.m. Um, for us, we would just, it was Saturday or Sunday, we'd get our parents to watch the kids. And sometimes it's easier to find a babysitter in like on a Saturday morning, even like, especially if it's a relative. So we saved on that end too. We just like kind of, okay, you guys are up having breakfast, watch the kids. We're going to step out for a couple hours and Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of budget, another thing that Gare was mentioning was that sometimes or often since we've been here in Ottawa is that we've ha- been having date nights in our apartment. Mm-hmm. So we used to 
go out in the evening more when we were back home and we had free babysitting. <laughs> <Woo-hoo. Yeah. laughs> we still have options for free babysitting here, but it's it's harder to coordinate. People are farther and it's just it seems like a bit of a hassle. And like literally our date nights are an hour sometimes because we end up like by the time that we get the kids to bed, by the time we need to go to bed, we have about an hour together. So mm-hmm. If we were to drive somewhere, we'd have like 10 minutes and we'd like turn around and come back. Yeah. And I think so. just for, for those of you, uh, just to clarify that we have right now three kids, a two-year-old, a one-year-old, and then one due in a month. Yeah. Baby might be born by the time you hear this. Who knows? Um, <laughs> so it, it hasn't been necessarily easy for us to find a babysitter because like up until maybe two, three months ago, our one-year-old was not like not old enough to actually be babysat. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So just a little um, oh, point yeah. of clarification to help you understand our situation a little bit better. Yeah. So on a budget, we found ways of just like, I mean, enjoying time together. Like you don't, you don't have to be in that romantic setting, even though it's very nice to be in that romantic setting. Um, uh, you can still have a good date night at home. And, uh, we usually like to pick up a nice treat. Uh, we really love popcorn. So we usually have some popcorn, Garrett, beer, meat, I don't know, vitamin water. <laughs> yeah. Just it, very inexperienced, in, inex, inexpensive, inexpensive. inexpensive. Ugh, can't, you can't talk. <laughs> inexpensive ways to have the date, like to have our date night. Like mm, it, yeah. we, we get something special that both of us like that we don't typically have during the week or otherwise yeah. to make like, just to make it different, make it different, make it special, like to keep the specialness of the date night. Um, yeah. And for us, it's like homemade popcorn. We spice it our we flavor it ourselves. Um, I might get a beer. So like all in all the date and you know joss might get something well for the last eight months uh non-alcoholic so or <laughs> chocolate you, it, yeah chocolate so like right there date night is maybe seven bucks yeah and we, we like budget we actually budget 20 bucks right now for our date night once a week yeah i don't think we ever reached that but not since we moved to ottawa no no um yeah and i mean that's one thing I think, as we mentioned, the Love Languages podcast, finances are important. Like, it's important to, you know, save your pennies and make money. But the relationship, ultimately, your relationship with your spouse is more important than your mm-hmm. bank balance. So why not add it as a budget, like as a, a high priority budget line item mm-hmm. date night? And then right. depending on whatever your social situation is or whatever, no, you're so, depending on whatever your financial situation is, right. budget accordingly. Yeah, and then, exactly. You know. Like that's what, that's what works for us right now. But I think de- definitely like, um, invest in it. Like I've heard of some people, I mean, I mean, it wouldn't happen very often, but like, you, you know, you take a trip for example together and that, yeah. that's, that's a nice way to reconnect as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, whatever your situation allows. And sometimes you like, you can't actually like, there's no budget for date night. Yeah. So if you had like, I think one thing we did is we'd go to the library and rent a movie, mm-hmm. like, you know doesn't cost us a penny and then we just then we watch the documentary or watch the movie together there's little things like that um we have some board games we've done board games Mm -hmm. for date night that's been a lot of fun yeah yeah definitely yeah i think pandemic is our uh, and ticket to ride depending on if we're feeling competitive or cooperative we have both options (laughs) yeah Um, yeah so there's always there's always options um let's talk about date night with a baby 
that's another little bit of a hurdle. Mm-hmm. So how, how to handle that awkward third wheel. <laughs> yeah. We, since, uh, our, our first born, uh, I think, uh, we went out, I remember when we went out on a date night with him for the first time and he's actually slept the whole time. So we drove to the restaurant, um, we ordered a drink and he just slept in his chair. And I actually, I think about halfway through, actually he didn't sleep the whole time. Halfway through he woke up and I think I have a picture of him. He's like sitting on the table. <laughs> I'm like holding him and, um, we're just chatting anyway. Like whatever. He doesn't understand what we're saying. It's, it's a bit of a distraction in the sense that like, Oh, he wants to feed or he's making like cooing sounds, but he's like the equivalent of bringing a dog. Like, I know that that's a really bad comparison, but like in the sense that like, they're not a two year old, they're not demanding things and not interrupting. They're not like making it impossible to have a conversation. They're just kind of like there, you can hold them, cuddle them. Yeah. They're every waitress in the entire restaurant is going to want to come over and say, hi, <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, we're t- when we're talking baby, we're talking like infant. Yeah, P- please yeah, don't yeah. bring your two year old on your baby. <laughs> no, <you>. no, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> it's a dumb idea. <laughs> yeah, actually, put that under the uh, things not to do during your date night list. Bring our toddler to destroy the restaurant. <laughs> yeah, our drive is crazy. Yeah. Uh, um, but okay, so at what point did we stop bringing our baby on a date night? I guess at a certain point where I was able to leave him for at least um, like a good couple hours. I don't know. Like if it just worked out in terms of feeding, like at a certain point, like the baby gets to a point where he can last a little bit longer than a couple hours without food. Mm-hmm. And I think that it was at that point that we. Yeah. And I think every baby is different. Like our oldest was eating like every two hours, every hour and a half, like clockwork. Yeah. yeah. Kid was a tank. He yeah. still is a tank, but like he it was very intense. Yeah. And then our second didn't eat nearly as much. And I think very quickly had longer gaps between. So it was easier for us to, yeah, step away. Step away. <clears throat> and I mean, for those nights, like you all know, you, once you have a newborn, life is chaos. It's, everyone tries to find their new normal. And, you know, usually date night is an hour, maybe an hour and a half if you're lucky. Yeah, that's true. Like just to have realistic expectations. It's not like if you're used to having like a three or four hour date night, like it's yeah, in a fancy not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> or even like a concert, like we went to a concert after our, our son was almost a year and yeah, he, yeah, it just didn't, it, it was hard, like to get there at the right time to manage the babysitter, to get back. It, it was like kind of, it was a little bit stressful. Um, yeah, but you know what? We tried it and we saw what worked for us and what didn't and mm-hmm. we learned. Yeah. And, and, um, yeah, for those of you who are looking to like to plan your date nights, um, like, you know, we've talked a lot about some of our best dates. Day nights have been times where we've come in prepared, mm-hmm. so to speak. Um, and you're wondering what to plan. I think uh, cheat, cheat, cheater ways to do it is would be one: know your spouse's temperament, know your temperament. Mm, that's true. And then know your love languages, because if if your spouse, if their number one love language is quality time, it's like okay for date night, we're going to go out and we're just going to go to like a coffee shop and we're just going to talk together. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that might be a, that might be for all love languages but if you're if your spouse is receiving gifts it's like okay let's you know let's go to let's go shopping or let, let's go to the coffee shop but you make a point of getting them something special mm, that's nice. like so yeah. so you, you're building like it, it's just little ways to build that emotional connection between you and your spouse yeah i agree 
I guess one last thing we haven't touched on quite yet, but is like how often should you do a date night? And uh, the research by psychology, by I think professors in psychology in the United Kingdom have shown that a minimum of once a month is necessary. And even just once a month has a dramatic impact on your, like on the health of your relationship and on the health of your marriage, but ideally once a week, because you really want to like, as with any relationship, like you don't become friends with someone and that friendship doesn't remain friend, like strong unless you're in regular contact with that person. So we, we, pra- we try to practice as best we can and we strongly recommend uh, a date night once a week. Mm-hmm. And if once a year, it's nice to get away for like a date weekend. Like I, we actually haven't been able to do that for the last three years. But um, what we've done as an alternative is a date day. So uh, yeah, just with the circumstances of our, our boys, I don't know, getting up in the night and just, yeah, it yeah, making it less stressful on us. Um, we just uh, had our, our parents watch the boys for the day and then we went out and Kind of planned um, a topic of discussion. Went to some of our favorite places. Maybe watched a movie. Yeah, yeah. just it, spend an entire day just trying to reconnect and get away from the the usual grind of life. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. Thanks for joining us for this episode on date night. We hope that you've picked up some practical tips that can help you and your spouse enjoy a night out together once a week. If you have any questions or comments for us, you can reach us at gnjshow.com. If you've enjoyed our podcast, please rate and review us on the podcast app you're using to listen to us right now. This will help us to reach new audiences. Once again, I'm Gerhard. And I'm Joss, and you're listening to The GNJ Show. Until next time, keep smiling.